0: Only the most paranoid clients phone me in my sleep. Of course, nobody wants a sensitive call electronically decoded and flashed up on the screen of an ordinary video phone. Even if the room isn't bugged, radio frequency spillage from the unscrambled signal can be picked up a block away. Most people, though, are content with the usual solution, a neural modification enabling the brain to perform the decoding itself passing the results directly to the visual and auditory centers. The mod I use, Cypher Clerk by Neurocom, $5,999, also provides a virtual larynx option for a complete two-way security. However, even the brain leaks faint electric and magnetic fields. A superconducting detector planted on the scalp No bigger than a flake of dandruff can eavesdrop on the neural data flow involved in an act of ersatz perception and translate it almost instantaneously into the corresponding images and sounds. Hence the night switchboard by Axon, $17,999. The nanomachines which carry out this modification can take up to six weeks to map the user's idiosyncratic schemata the rules by which meanings are encoded in neural connections, but once that's done, the intermediary language of the senses can be bypassed completely. What the caller wants you to know, you know, without any need to hallucinate a talking head spelling it out, and the electromagnetic signature at skull level is, for all practical purposes, inscrutable. The only catch is, in the conscious state, most people find it disorienting, and at worst traumatic, to have information crystallizing in their heads without the conventional preliminaries. So you have to be asleep to take the call. No dreams. I simply wake, knowing. Laura Andrews is thirty-two years old, one hundred and fifty-six centimeters tall, and weighs forty-five kilograms. Short, straight brown hair, pale blue eyes, a long, thin nose, Anglo-Irish features, and deep black skin. Like most Australians born with insufficient UV protection, she's been retrofitted with genes for boosted melanin production and a thicker epidermis. Laura Andrews has severe congenital brain damage. She can walk and eat, clumsily, but she can't communicate in any fashion, and the experts say that she understands the world little better than a six-month-old child. Since the age of five, she's been an inpatient at the local Hilgaman Institute. Four weeks ago, when an orderly unlocked her room to serve breakfast, she was gone. After a search of the building and grounds, the police were called in. They repeated and extended the search, and conducted a door knock of the surrounding area to no avail. Laura's room bore no signs of forced entry, and the recordings from security cameras proved unenlightening. The police interviewed the staff at length, but nobody broke down and owned up to spiriting the woman away. Four weeks later, nothing. No sightings, no corpse, no ransom demands. The police have not officially abandoned the case, merely deprioritized it, pending further developments. Further developments are not anticipated. My task is to find Laura Andrews and return her safely to the Hilgaman, or locate her remains if she's dead, and to gather sufficient evidence to ensure that those responsible for her abduction can be prosecuted. My anonymous client presumes that Laura was kidnapped, but declines to suggest a motive. Right now, my judgment is suspended. I'm in no state to hold an opinion on the matter. I have a head full of received knowledge colored by my client's perspective, possibly even tainted with lies. I open my eyes, then drag myself out of bed and over to the terminal in the corner of the room. I make it a policy never to deal with financial matters in my head.